our people live a certain way. We back with the Sip the Tally podcast. I'm sitting here with the crunkest dude in the A50, Coach yes, Brandon Yeomans, the resident Trojan. Uh, been here for how long? Uh, been coaching at Lincoln since 2007. Uh, I'm a 2000 graduate of Lincoln High School, so always good to be representing the home team. Been wearing the green and gold for a long time, long time. Uh, what does it mean to be a resident Trojan? Man, it's, it's an honor and it's a blessing to be able to come back and, and help out with a, with a program that has such a story history um, throughout the years in, in football and, and actually all athletics. It's, it's, a, it's an honor. I'm just blessed for the opportunity to be here to do it. So um, I try to live the green and gold through and through. Mm. I know you got a saying that we do on Friday nights and uh, we ain't going to go into it, but <laughs> people in the A50 know what it is. Yes, sir. And so you've been at Lincoln teaching for how long? Uh, since 2013. Okay. And you play, your playing years were what? Um, from uh, fall of 96 to fall of 99. Okay. Uh, you won a, a ring as a player. Yes. My senior year, 1999, 2000, 1999. Uh, we won the state championship, 6A state championship. Uh, won that game over Miami Southridge, uh, 21-14. Did you, uh, you guys win district that year also? We did win the district. We did win the district that year. Was uh, it was still Charles and Leon or what? Yeah. Uh, Charles wasn't even around yet. Really? Charles wasn't even around yet. Our district, uh, we were in a 6A district, which was the highest classification in the state of Florida at the time. Um, we were with uh, Jacksonville, Sandalwood. Um, I believe Leon was in the district. Um, some Jacksonville teams and perhaps Ocala Forest. Okay, okay. And Jacksonville Mandarin, yeah. What um what role did you play on that team? Um, I played middle linebacker. Uh, we played in a, in a 50 defense, 5-2 defense. I played middle linebacker, a reserve role, um, and I also played on some special teams. But I was a hell of a scout team player. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We need more of them right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, how did it feel to say you were a state champion as a player? Man, uh, just leading up to it, the games leading up into uh, to the state championship game, you can kind of tell we had we were eight and zero going into our final two games of the regular season. Um, we lost a game to uh, Lake City, Lake City Columbia, seventeen uh, fourteen, and then the next week we lost to Gopi, twelve to seven, and uh, we kind of had a senior meeting, and you know we, we went strictly business. So from then on out uh, in the playoffs, so we usually wore jerseys to school, we wore shirt and ties, and we were strictly business, and then we focused up, and we were able to make that run through the playoffs. Um, Blew out most of the teams we played until we got to the uh, state semifinals. We played Palm Bay High School, uh, home of Reggie Nelson and Joe Cohen, and they had uh, they had some good backs at the time, and that was a tough game, and we ended up winning, and uh, we went on to play in the state championship game in Gainesville, Florida at the time. We played in the Swamp. 
Um, a great game against Miami Southridge, and and it was on top of the world, man. Just getting a chance to be out there on that field with such great players and great coaches, and and as a player, you, I mean, that's how you want to end your career, you know. Did you um? How how was it the day of the game? Did you get in sleep the day before, or the night before, rather? That just just talk us through game day, of uh, the state championship game. I hadn't been there yet, but I do plan on getting there. How, how was that day? I, I remember. I remember we uh we met at the school probably about we our game was at night. Our game was at seven at night. So we met here at Lincoln, uh probably eight o'clock that morning. You know, had to bring your black socks. We wore all black uniforms. Uh, we got here and we met as a team and and got all our stuff together and got on the bus. I remember riding over. We went to Lake City. We stopped in Lake City uh, at a hotel there. Um, they had a pregame meal, probably the best pregame meal I ever had. <laughs> a big plate of spaghetti and like a half a chicken, baked chicken for everybody. We had that, and then we got dressed there in Lake City with our bottoms on. And then uh, we drove the rest of the way to Gainesville. And uh, I just remember riding up to the stadium, just having butterflies when you saw the swamp kind of appear when you drove up and got to go in the locker room. Uh, I think we were in the, the visitor's locker room. No, we were the home team, but we were in the visitor's locker room, maybe mm-hmm. or the JV locker room at the University of Florida. And just, uh, just walking out into that field, it was just a surreal feeling, man. It was it was awesome, man, just being out there and getting to go to war with my brothers. And probably memories you won't won't ever forget because you speak of them like they were yesterday. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. I can I can see the field. Um, a good friend of mine, Coach Colson, Alex Colson, that Gabby, we kind of walked out the locker room together, and in the hallway was the the opposing team, mm-hmm. Southridge. It was like, and they was bouncing around. They had dreads and goals because they was from my, mm-hmm. from Miami. <laughs> so I remember being there, like, okay, it's time, it's time to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> and you also won a ring as a coach. What year was that? That was 2010. That was 2010. Um, that was that was that was a great feeling because as a coach, you kind of get out on that. You get there, and and you can tell somebody a player what to do or how to do something but to see them do it on the field and go through and, and do the things that you're coaching them and telling them and hoping that they do correctly and they do it and then just all the time we spend game planning and stuff that was it was really fulfilling to have all that work come into a state championship now um, who would you beat in that, that game in that game we played uh, Armwood Armwood, Armwood. That Armwood. Was a, we were a, Major underdog. We weren't supposed to be in that game, and we ended up. You know what? I think I saw that game. Yeah. Uh, it was. Was it on Fox? Fox Sports South. Uh huh. I watched it at, at Mississippi. That mm-hmm. was the first time I had heard of Lincoln. Yeah. That, that was. Uh, they had Matt Jones who went on to play at the University of Florida. Yeah. Uh, Ray Blue and White. Skin, blue and White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a, that was a great feeling, and just to see the hard work that went throughout that season. We actually finished the regular season. Uh, Seven and four, and uh, we ended up, you know, making them run. It was just awesome. The, those kids, the kids on that team, they really pulled together. Um, we had a lot of injuries in the beginning of the mm-hmm. season, and then uh, as the season went on, people came back from injuries, and that allowed us to build depth mm-hmm. early on, and, and we were able to uh, plug away and make it happen. Uh, Who were some of the um, the the leaders of, of that team? Uh, running back, uh, safety, Javaris Allen, uh, who Buck, Buck Allen. Allen who's uh, now with the Ravens and went to USC. Um, Keondrick Daniels, he was a receiver uh, for us. Um, DJ Abner, uh, he was a corner at the time. He ended up being a running back later on. Mm-hmm. He was a corner at the time. Um, 
James Hearns, uh, Reggie Davis had a big uh, a big catch in that game. Uh, Taj Williams. Reggie went to Georgia. Reggie Davis went to Georgia. Hearns went Hearns to, Louisville. to Louisville. Taj was at TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, quarterback Ronald Butler, mm-hmm. uh, great game for him. Um, he ended up playing at uh, Tennessee State University. Um, yeah, we had a lot of people who, uh, who did some great things. Joshua Gilmore, uh, Ron Mills, Eric Child. I could probably name the whole thing. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I think I came down and watched the spring after that. Was Reggie still a – Yeah, okay, so, Reggie and Taj and James, uh-huh. they were all just sophomores uh-huh. on the team. Because I met well, – I didn't. I came on my own, but mm-hmm. I met uh, Derek Nix here, and he, mm-hmm. uh, he coaches at Ole Miss. Yeah. And just talking to him on the fence, and it was, I know, 25, 30 – D1 scouts at that spring game. Oh, yeah. And you guys went up and down the field like it was not even <laughs> another team there. And like, it's crazy how this much talent at one school. Especially that next year, 2011, we went uh, undefeated during the regular season. Or maybe we lost one game to Valdosta, um, 9 and 1, and then we ended up losing in the first round of playoffs with a ton of talent. A ton mm-hmm. of talent. Probably, probably a better team than we had the year before. I don't want to disrespect nobody, but mm-hmm. we were a very talented team and uh, just ended up coming up short. Uh, that year. What was better winning as a player or coach? Um, looking back at it now, uh, I probably say a coach because I felt like we put so much time into mm-hmm. it. You know, as a player, you put in time because you're out there playing. But coaches, you're there when we when when the players play <laughs> and you're doing behind the scenes work, right? Game planning and strategizing and trying to get things together. So I would say as a coach, and I've been back a few times. Well, I went one time in 2008 um, state championship game. We lost to Plant. And then uh, 2012, we went back and we lost to St. Thomas Aquinas. But uh, so you've been technically four times, technically four three times. times a coach, once as a player. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't ask for too much more than that. A lot, a lot of people out here ring chasing like myself hadn't been that one time yet. You don't I bet get it did. That far and lose, Lord. I bet I got a friend of mine that went three straight years, and he lost the first one. And I really didn't know what to say to him other than keep your head up. Mm-hmm. Then he won the next one. We had all kind of conversations. <laughs> then the very next year, he lost it, and I really didn't know what else to say, but keep your head yeah, up. You but we ended up working together after he, uh, that third year, we ended up going to Columbus and working together. Uh, give me a good story from from that year you won it as a player. We, we all have good football stories. <laughs> Something funny that, that happened that, that, you know, when you get back with those guys, you always talk about. Man, uh, I think I was just telling you before, uh, before that state championship game that week, uh, Coach Wilson, David Wilson, who was the head coach at the time, um, he called me into his office. And like I said, I, I was a reserve player, played on some special teams, but he called me into the office and, he had some film queued up. It was their middle linebacker, number 24. don't remember his name. And he said, Yomas, can you play like this? I was like, what do you mean, coach? He said, this guy plays downhill, plays with skates. He plays on skates. I said, well, yeah. He's like, I need you. I mean, you got to blitz the gaps. You got to come in there and you, gotta, you can't be afraid to toss some trash. Now, you know, we got some big, you know, big guys on our team and, and he's just fast, but he, he flies around, he toss some trash. So all week of practice, I, I'm i flying around, blitzing the gaps. and like, man, what are you doing, yo? Man? I'm just doing what Coach Wilson told me to do. I'm in your face talking. Let's go. What you going to do? <laughs> what kind of uh... – Cause I hear a lot of people talk about Coach Wilson. I haven't met him, mm-hmm. but I had a number of good things about him. What 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 kind of coach was was he? Coach was a great coach, great man. Um, he was an offensive minded coach for the most part, but he you could tell he really cared about 
the, the kids, the players. Um, it wasn't so much football-wise stuff, but the, just off the field and just making sure that you were on top of your grades and always let you know school came first and, and he treated you respect and he demanded respect himself. So overall, he was a great coach and a great mentor, somebody you can kind of uh, model yourself after as a coach. Okay. And uh, you got a good story as a as a coach. I know you got plenty of them because we hear them all the time. <laughs> I actually didn't, I never coached with Coach Wilson, um, but I could uh, I could speak on a uh, that year, two thousand ten. Uh, coach McCray and myself in this room. This is where we met. We used to have our defensive game plan stuff up, and uh, we did a uh, a fake interview. A fake interview. We, I don't know. We were bored or whatever, and we and we spoke as if we had already won this game that we were about to play. I believe it was the third round of playoffs against Navarre, and uh, we there used to be a, a sign there, <laughs> and we set it up. We had a fake microphone. It might have been a shoebox or something, <laughs> and we recorded it. And we and we talked about it as if we had just won uh, the game against Navarre and, and how we felt about the win. And it was just funny that, and we ended up winning the game. You know that was a Sunday, and we played that Friday. But it's just funny looking back at it how <laughs> how that worked out. All right, uh, jump to the present, and you coach um, flag football here, girls flag football. Um, how is it different from tackle? It's uh, but not the rules, but as far as coaching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot different, but uh, I love coaching the young ladies and and football, flag football, um, because they don't really have an idea of what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So if I say, you know, run it out at three yards, they're not going to say, well, it's better if I run it at four or five because they just say that's all they know. They're going to (laughs) run that thing at three yards and they're going to be there. So as far as these girls just wanting to, they want the knowledge. They want to know how to get better. They want to do those things. Not Not that guys don't, but guys already have a preconceived notion like how things should be sometimes mm-hmm. and they're going to do it their way and then mess up and then finally do it your way but the girls they just they long for that that knowledge and they and they get out there and do it man and, and you've had recent success you've uh as far as i know you've always been ranked highly and uh, this year i think you got over the hump with beating god and winning this year. is that correct that is what cool. that feel like that was awesome that was awesome um this year we did we won the district championship and here in, in girls football is different than boys because we are all everybody in the area is in the same district we're in a 12 team district and only one team can get out and go to the state playoffs mm-hmm. so you have to get through your district schedule and then play in the district the top four teams in the district get to play in the district tournament mm-hmm. and uh, we finally were able to get over the hump it's been since 2013 since we won the last district title and uh, we finally got it back this year, and uh, it was felt great. That was awesome. Um, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, flag football is now a sanctioned sport. It is now a sanctioned sport. It'll start. Be, it'll start being a sanctioned sport next school year. What does that but, mean? Um, it's not too much difference. Uh, it's more money wise for the uh, FHSAA. Um, they're able to uh, regulate uh, ticket sales and things like that, but. It's re- it'll be it's more recognized and it's closer to it being recognized as a, as a college sport. Hopefully, you know I got some some great athletes who could probably play at the next level if there was one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so hopefully soon, five, six, seven years, it's something that the NCAA starts to look at. Okay, I, now I notice a lot of lot of energy, a lot, a lot of energy and enthusiasm when I come to the games. Mm-hmm. And the girls seem to really love it. They get excited when the season come up. Yeah, you have uh, what? 
uh, flag football conditioning. They all out there ready to go mm-hmm. uh, and pretty much doing whatever you ask them to do. And that, that's, a, that's a great thing because you can kind of mold them. Well, as you said, the boys kind of have a, a preconceived notion of what they want to do and whatnot. And um, with football, you've seen a number of Trojans come through mm-hmm. these halls and you've played with and you've coached. Give me, give me some of the... Like I said, no particular order. Some of the the guys that you feel will be like top Trojans, maybe without necessarily trying to offend anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be unanimous. Like when somebody hear this, they gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Yoma's right." Well, of course, I'll start with my quarterback uh, when I was here, uh, Gavin Dickey. Uh, he went on to play at the University of Florida, uh, football and baseball, and he's now a pro scout for the Houston uh, Astros. Um, he was a phenomenal athlete, not just a quarterback. He could run, he could pass. Um, we based out of the triple option back then, but we did so much, and he could do it all. He was fast, had an arm out of this world, and he could do it all. Gavin Dickey, probably the, I say the best. Mm, because <laughs> I see some, I see some, 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 some awesome Trojans. Um, another person I played with, Pat Watkins. Uh, he played free safety while I was here. He went on to go to Florida State University and played with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, led the team of tackles at free safety. And now, no, normally, when you talk about football and you say you're somebody in your secondary leads you in tackles, that's not usually good. not a good thing. <laughs> right. But uh, he was coming down in the box and, and making you pay. He was he was doing his thing and tons of interceptions, a lot of tackles. He was just everywhere, long rangey, like 6'5", mm-hmm. probably 190 at the time. I mean, but he was a hell of an athlete. Um, it's, it is, it's, it's other people who who didn't, you know, go off to college and do great things, but this was an awesome year. Uh, James White was a uh, wide receiver here, one of Gavin's receivers, probably the best receiver at Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that might be rubbing some people right there. <laughs> but uh, he definitely... Uh, Man, with so, so much so much talent <laughs> that came through here, you probably can say that about four or five, maybe even ten people. Yeah. And, and not necessarily be wrong because you don't really have a way to prove it. I, I, James White... Uh, Eddie Boo Williams, uh, Cafonzo Thorpe, Richard Black, Shannon Butler, uh, man, that's a bunch Alex of, a bunch of just faces that in that hallway. <laughs> bunch of faces in that hallway. And when when I came, Marty, Fred Rouse, you know, I, I saw guys on the board that I I knew from being a college football fan. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea they went, they to, went Lincoln. to Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. And then to um, when I first got here and Shakur gave me the, the T-shirt with all the, the district titles and mm-hmm. the state titles and all that, I just took the shirt home and laid it on the bed. And I'm like, man, just how many good football players come to this program to keep this tradition going? Yeah. And, I mean, and it's a little watered down now being in the district that we're in, but it's still an accomplishment regardless mm-hmm. because we won, we've won the district championship every year since 1999. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's that's two, almost twenty. That's twenty years. It's two thousand eighteen, right? That's twenty so, years. And 20 that, years. yeah, man, it's phenomenal. Uh, back to people. Uh, B.J. Daniels, awesome. Uh, played at University of South Florida. Um, Antonio Cromartie, Florida State University. Fred Rouse, Florida State University. Uh, man, Brandon Paul, uh, he he a fly speedster. He played a little bit of everything. Um, Craig Stevens, the linebacker, went on to play University of Auburn. Uh, the list, the yeah. list goes on. <laughs> TJ Bryant, Jawanza Starlin. These are people kind of like in my time that I've helped coach. Mm-hmm. I won't never lay claim on them, but they, they did their thing. What's um, game-wise, what's your most memorable, memorable game, whether it be a game you played in or coached in? Mm. Uh, played in, 
great game was the the state semifinals. It was a home game against uh, Palm Bay, and that game, uh, like I said, a lot of heavy hitters in that game. The people on our, on my team, and then uh, against Palm Bay, Reggie Nelson, Joe Cohen, um, uh, the game to get to the state championship game. That's the semifinal game is almost more exciting than the state championship game. Like, <laughs> oh, we're going to state, mm-hmm. so like. Um, but yeah, that was a great game to watch and be a part of. That same year, we played uh, at Valdosta and had beat them for the first time uh, since we started playing. You know, that series went on for a little while, Lincoln Valdosta High, but that was the first time we beat them in 1999. Uh, that was a great game to be a part of. You know, good game plan went into the game and we were able to execute and, and beat a, a nationally ranked team at the time. So that was awesome. Um, coaching wise, uh, 2010 state championship year uh, that Navarre game it went triple overtime I believe and that was uh, that was really exciting and also 2012 um, we played at Oviedo I believe that was the second or second or third round and uh, that game was ridiculous Uh, Taj Williams had a, a hell of a game Taj Williams and and Reggie Davis and Ben Robinson, who was running back, and then on defense, uh, Jamerson Blunt, uh, James Hearns, and uh, even one of our offensive linemen, uh, Jonathan Mason. He uh, he kind of went both ways and helped us out at linebacker, and then was went and pulling and running zone at guard. <laughs> so he, but that game was ridiculous, and we came back and scored uh, scored with like less than a minute left to play in the game to win the game. <laughs> So. so that seems to be a thing around here. <laughs> yeah, especially lately. <laughs> um, two games I want to ask you about and kind of tell me, you know, what was the feeling like and how was it to be around it? The game against um, the team in Georgia that was on ESPN. Uh, we played uh, South Gwinnett. South Gwinnett, I think so. Mm-hmm. It was on like the ESPN, you know, yeah. they had a kickoff classic. What we was played. that like with all the cameras around and whatnot? Uh, man, that was awesome. We, uh, we went up uh, if that game was on a Saturday. I guess we went there uh, Friday, and I mean it was we had played on TV before, but you know it was a big ESPN game, nationally televised. Um, kind of felt like we were the underbill because right after us, uh, Norcross was playing uh, Booker T. Washington, mm-hmm. but still just the fact to be out there and and get that exposure for the kids and and to be you know on TV. Like how many times can you say, oh, uh, you know. Uh, record my game it's gonna be on TV right <laughs> so I mean that was awesome just being there um, with the kids I remember ESPN they had sent somebody uh, to the hotel and they you know make sure you got everything you know they just they took care of everything uh, it was just awesome being there uh, in Atlanta and uh, playing in that game that was a, a great game to be a part of and the, the then you guys played in the Superdome also right we did we I played uh, was that the next year I think no, no, no. This was previous. That was 2012, mm-hmm. 2013. We played in Atlanta. So 2012, we played in the Superdome. We played St. Paul's High School out of New Orleans, and uh, that was an awesome experience. You talk about walking into a place that that just has so much history, and, and it was so big. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, got a chance to play in there, and. Uh, at the time, I was uh, coaching up in the booth, so I was way up to I got a funny story about that, Go too. Ahead. Almost died in the <laughs> Superdome. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, went went up top, took the elevator up top, and they had uh, 
they had some food and stuff laid out for the press. And, you know, as a coach, I'm going to go over there, get me some chicken wings and a Sprite. So I'm walking down, and uh, steps were just kind of set up funny. And so I ended up missing a step and falling down towards the bottom where the uh, where the table was for the coaches. And had I not been the athlete that I am, I probably would have <laughs> lost all my teeth. But I still, if I if I tell that story about the Superdome, I get some laughs from some of the coaches that were with us at the time. Did you drop the chicken? I think I got the. I think I got it up on the table. I got the chicken up on the table. You saved the chicken. I saved the chicken. The sprite was wasn't open, so it was good. <laughs> and my teeth were intact. Um, what's one thing you, you can say that uh, would summarize what it takes to be a Lincoln Trojan? Man, what it takes. What it means to wear that that green and gold. What it means to wear the green and gold. What it means to be a Lincoln Trojan. Um, for as long as I can remember, we pride ourselves on on hard work. Hard work, hard work. We're going to outwork the opponents uh, during the week at practice, in the off season, doing all those things. Just trying to make sure, as a player, that we're prepared. As a coach, that our players are prepared uh, for whatever we could go up against. And and there's no way that you can beat us because we work so hard, we prepare so hard. Our practice is going to be harder than any game that we play. And you know that's the kind of what we preach, and that's what we want to preach. And make sure that we, you know, play that, play with that style. You want, you want to know that you walk into the game. Yeah, yeah, we're Lincoln, and some people can say that, but nah, we're Lincoln. We we here to do what we came to do. Right. And, you, and you're gonna see when we get through with you. So. All right, Coach Yeoman's coaches, uh, flag football. He's the the DFO for for um, varsity football. And he also coaches girls basketball, uh, which they made a run, their first run to the state championship. First, first time in school Let's history. Talk about that. Man, that was awesome. Um, I was actually the head JV girls basketball coach and assistant on the varsity team. Um, just a shout out to the JV team that I coached for the first time. We went 10 and 2, got the city championship. So that was great. Um, and then with the girls varsity team, uh, coming off a year where we went to the regional finals, um, we ended up uh, we ended up going. Uh, we won the regional championship this year and ended up going to the state final four for the first time in school history, which was awesome. Uh, led by uh, led by a group of five seniors who were awesome, who had played, you know, all four years varsity, most of them. And then also uh, our young stunners, Aaron and Erica Terrell. Aaron Terrell ended up being the 8A girls basketball player of the year. Um, she averaged 30 points a game as a freshman, mm. and she is ridiculous. Like, right. So just, just able to be around be around those great athletes on the basketball court, uh, that, that's kind of helped me because, you know, I didn't have to do much because she was <laughs> – <laughs> those, uh, those five seniors, I know one's going to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, all five of them got some kind of – Scholarship to go play somewhere. Four of the level. four of the five all have four of the five have basketball scholarships to either play at a, like you said, Ariel Young going to the University of Michigan. Um, I, I think she's going to be better coming off that knee. Yeah, that second year coming off that knee, mm-hmm. you, you get all your mobility back. Shoulder, shoulder. Mm-hmm. you get all your mobi- mobility back. Mm-hmm. You get, you get your rhythm back. And a good, good summer should be back to where she was. She like junior year. Yes, sir. Um, Ariel Young, awesome, awesome young lady. Um, 
about six foot tall. She's right, right in my face. Uh, can handle the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, can shoot the ball. Can distribute the ball. So she's definitely a, a you know that that type of deal, that type of prospect going to the next level. And then uh, you had Jendaya Richards, who kind of played a wing for us. Uh, great shooter. Not a shot in the gym she doesn't like. Uh, she's going to throw <laughs> it up there. She's going to uh, Belmont Abbey. I believe that's in South Carolina or North Carolina. Um, Sharice Thomas, uh, kind of our wing player. She was a rebounding machine. Uh, she signed to go to uh, New England State College. Um, and Deja Jackson, another like a uh, small forward. She'll be going to the uh, College of Central Florida. And then uh, Courtney Mack, Coach Mack's daughter. Uh, she won't play basketball at the next level, but she she's going to Florida A&M University and you know got some of her school paid for. So that senior class is is set, and they they laid the foundation for great things to come for the Lady Trojan basketball team. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> coach Coach is all things Trojan. Uh, anything got to do with Lincoln, he got his hand in some kind of way. Uh, follow him on social media. What's your, your social media site? Be Smooth Forty Eight. That's on Twitter and Instagram. B S M O O T H Four Eight. Instagram and Twitter. And like I said, I got one of the crunkest guys in the 850. <laughs> I know uh, Coach McCray going to claim that's him, but we, we got the crunkest guy here. You probably learned from the best. I appreciate you coming on the Silly Tele Podcast. Uh, next episode, we out of here. I appreciate you having appreciate me. Appreciate it. If it ain't green and gold, you know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Some people live a certain way. I live by the code. If it ain't free to go.